Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah. See y'all back there. Let's turn that bass up in the back studio. Got the guests. I see them dancing back there also. Engineer, you always want to speak in two times. Nope, nope, nope. People, what's going on inside? You can't see the Benga here coming live from the West Coast, LA, LA, 2009. Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy whatever celebrating in uh, the Buddhist faith. Um, hope everyone's doing well. And we had a little. Te- we actually had a little time zone uh, situation. We were set for 5:30, but somehow we were set up. Uh, we got. We ended up being set up for 5:30 about 5.30 a.m. in the morning. So um, <laughs> I'm teaching at that time. But anyway, so you know, the show must go on. So here we are, 6 o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time. So hopefully, you know, folks are doing well. Oh, I see people doing well because the chats are coming in, and here come the emails. Folks, uh, still recovering from last week's show, but, um, you know, it's very emotional. A lot of people are really affected by it. Hopefully I touched them, you know, some spirits. I touched some hearts. Hopefully I create a thought of movement or a movement of thought. No, actually a thought of movement because we need to stop moving. And, um, you know, it's really draining in a good way, but it had to be done. It had to be done. So listen up. Let's, today's show is going to be dedicated to the fathers. It's going to be dedicated to the men of Congo, often overlooked, even though they're the brunt. It's weird when it comes to sexual violence, we talk about the women and things like that. But when it comes to the perpetrator, we talk about the men. So listen up. Let me get back to this little groove here. And give you some music. Uh, Papa was a Rolling Stone by The Temptations. But you know what? No. Hold on. I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that. Let me give you something else. Uh, this is Mipindu uh, by my cousin Shibangu Kadima in Rome, Africa. Kadima, talk to me.
Balubas in here because that music line comes from Kasai and they're like starting to Mutwashi. It's one of our traditional dances that we do at the weddings and things like that. So I actually had to like, you know, usher them out of the studio to tell them, look, you can't do it here. It's going to be a problem. Hey, people. Um, I really want to thank you guys out there for really tuning in last week and all the letters that were sent in and the letters I couldn't get to. You know, I really apologize that I know a lot of you are waiting. Um, I really want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for really supporting us in this mission. Like I say, it's not about me. It's about the Congo. I say Congo needs to be saved. Some people want to talk about Congo like it's some endangered species. Some people want to talk about Congo like it's just some places on the map where people are dying and militias are running wild. But again, that's not the Congo that I remember. That's not the Congo that I know. So for me, these things, you know, these shows or my advocacy or my programs or my meetings, my speeches, whatever, my presentations, I don't take them very lightly because my main, cause my main hope is to touch someone's mind, you know, an advocate who may have a thought that, that may actually revolutionize what's going on right now back home. Now, the last thing that's going on is that people, uh, we have a march going on. But here's the thing. I'm a little concerned. I found out about a week and a half ago there's a march taking place in Los Angeles. It wasn't like anyone told me. I actually found out, you know, via email as part of another conversation. So apparently on Sunset and I think Sunset and Wilcox in Hollywood, uh, January 17th at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, the Connelly's going to march in front of the CNN building. Hopefully CNN is open that day. But the Connelly's are going to march in front of that building. Uh, beginning around 1 o'clock, I believe. I don't know what the end time is. Also, I find out, and I don't find this out via email sent to me. I found it via an email, um, actually by a good friend of mine, Dave Donaldson's Facebook, when he had mentioned the march on D.C. So I followed his link, and apparently there's also, and this might be a global thing or what have you, but there's a march taking place in Washington, D.C., January 17th, 
Uh, I think it's at Lafayette Plaza or something like that, but it's going to take place in front of the White House. And it's apparently supposed to go from um, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. If I have that correctly, I'm not too sure. I could be wrong. But that's the information that I was given. I'm, once I get information about that, I'll get that to you. But again, it's not like I'm being sent this information. This information is either one, coming up in a, as part of another conversation, oh, by the way, do you hear about the march? Or two, it's actually me seeing a post somewhere else saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to a march in D.C. So, folks, if you have any, I'm going to do a, a special 15-minute show of announcements this coming uh, Wednesday. If you have a show coming, if you have a march coming up or you know of a march coming up, please let me know. There's a march taking place in D.C. in February that uh, Tina Ngangu from Miami sent up to me. I'm not gonna, I read it last show, but I'm going to start reading it as we get closer because we say it this far off, people may actually forget it's even taking place. Now, today's show is going to be, again, dedicated to the fathers of Congo, you know, the men of Congo, the ones that are defending the country. It's not like all men, there are sexual predators, but unfortunately that's what the news is starting to portray about the men back home. So I want to give some love to the fathers, and next week's show is going to be dedicated to the children. I won't be at the march because um, I had already set up a reading of one of my movies. And had I known about the march, I would have rearranged the meeting schedule, but I didn't find it to the last minute. But what I may do will be finishing time or uh, what happened, we'll go up there and try to do a live broadcast from the uh, march itself. Again, that's in uh, January 17th over there in uh, Sunset Boulevard and Wilcox. Now, back to today's show again, you know, for the men. And we have about, we have about 60 minutes here, and you know I have to put music in and out. So um, – Ugandan soldiers have been coming into Congo, and it's been proven that many of them are HIV positive. Some even have full-blown AIDS. So AIDS, so they're oxidized, as we say in French. That's what happened. They were sent into Congo to basically rape the women and, you know, infect them and basically spread the virus. And, um, you know, these things take take a while to appear on the scene. So. I'm really afraid of what may happen because our the population of Congolese that actually had the virus that was reported was 2%. And you're talking about our 60 million, so look at those numbers of just 2%. So what's happening is that though, um, there are women now who are infected with diseases, what have you, beyond just being raped. So my brother Mekonga did a song uh, some time ago, spoken word some time ago, called um, I Didn't Even Know Her Name. So what we're going to do is I'm gonna use, we're going to play that right now. And that's going to be the, we'll say, I'm trying to figure out how I can word this because, you know, there's so many things that he says in his spoken word. And there's so many things that that need to be said in his spoken word. And that's why it's, it's really good that he's doing these things. Uh, right now, the problem is that I'm trying to find the file, and the file hasn't even uploaded it yet. <laughs> so... All right. Well, if we get if it uploads before the pre- um, this present show, then I'll let you know. All right. So right now, let's dedicate this song here to the people working in the coal tan fields of Congo, in the mineral fields of Congo, being exploited and what have you. Okay. This is Sam Cook. Sam, talk to me to the people that are slaving away out there in the fields. Saying, 
sitting in Mabuchi's house talking about this is what we're fighting for, even though Robera, who's the number two guy. So Onusumba, what are you talking about? So people, I can go on and on. So where are you guys out there who are talking about you want to bring freedom and democracy and all this stuff and end the corruption in Congo? Where are you at now? Bunch of spineless, backstabbing, coward punks. Quote me on that, Wamba, dear Wamba. This is, this is a joke. ICD kills so many people. MLC kills so many people. There's, there's Bemba sitting in the jail cell, yet these guys are walking around. Then Ribera, the mouse. People over here are cracking up now. But I'm sorry. This show is dedicated for the fathers and the, the men of Congo. So someone has to speak up for them right now. Ribera, the mouse. Like I said in that interview I did with my friend Sylvester over at congovision.com. I said, 1 million, 2 million, 3 million, 4 million, 5 million, 6 million. Ribera has, Congolese killed. Ribera has nothing to say. He's like a church mouse. In fact, he's quieter than a church mouse. He ain't saying nothing. But, you keep, but all of a sudden, 150 Tutsis get killed in Burundi. He wants to have a national day of mourning. He basically wants to build a statue next to Kabila in Lumumba, down there in Kinshasa. You know? So where's he? You know where he is? He's walking around Kinshasa with his little 300-strong militia bodyguard. This is the guy that helped kill so many Congolese. There's a problem in that scenario. There is a problem in that schematic. There's a problem in that situation. You know what I mean? Because if I was down there in, in Kinshasa and made, made a negative comment about the president, I'd be in Makala prison in two minutes. You know? It's a joke. It's just a joke. And then we forget the Congolese men who defend the country, the ones that were in the army. We're always talking about the, the repressive army, the abusive army. But, we, but both aren't talking about that army that kept that country from being taken over with support from Angola, Chad, uh, Zimbabwe, Namibia, and uh, Libya. What about those guys? Who's talking about those Congolese soldiers that, 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 that stay true to the country? Who's talking for those guys? Look at Coney running around. All these people want to negotiate with Coney. I know people are really like shaking their heads in the back now. But no, seriously, in my line, people want to negotiate with Coney. Want to make Coney the big guy. Want to give him all these little means of, of, of making himself important. There's an arrest warrant on his head from the ICC. But most of any wants to try him instead in, in Uganda. Of course he wants to try him there. The more the longer Coney stays alive, the more weapons uh, most of any can justify buying trying to you know trying to deal with them. But what happened when they tried to launch an attack on Coney over there in Northeast Congo? He he killed like a hundred people on on Christmas Day in church. This guy's going on just killing, killing, killing. But then you have certain organizations that feel we should negotiate with this guy and give him a forget this stuff. That's the problem we have, you know. And yet we sit back and all these Congolese men, the Congolese fathers of the DRC. Where's the love for them? Where is the love for them? Who's speaking for them? So, you know, what can you do? What can you do? All you can do is just, is just keep doing what we've been doing. It's, you know, say what have we have to say. But, again, for some of those folks that don't really understand what this show is about today, it's dedicated to the, to, to, to the, to the Congolese men. And if you want to know how serious we are, James Brown wants to say something about, you know, how he feels about the Congolese men. Without a woman or a girl 
Let's first dedicate those men out there. You see? Defending against women and family and children. Mad men to come. To take us over the road. Long broken. Mad men to train. To carry the heavy load. Heavy load is the same the country. Mad men to electrolyte. To take us out of the dark. Of the darkness of destruction. Dr. James. Man made the boat for the water. Like Noah made the ark. This is a man. Man. Man's world. But it wasn't made by me. Not a woman on there. Ah, uh, James. Thanks a lot, brother. Mado, don't try it. Oh, James. Thanks, brother. Thank you very much. It is a man's world. It is a man's show. Because that's what we're talking about right now. You know, sometimes, you know, if this is an outlet, I hope, just to let you know, this isn't an outlet j- just just for you guys. This is an outlet also for uh, for me. Because I'm hoping I'm touching somebody out there and let them know that they're not alone in their fight for our country. They're not alone in their fight for DRC. But, you know, we're going to get there. It's like no question we're going to get there. Folks may not like it, but, you know, too bad. Who cares what they think? We're kind of leave. So what can we do? Now, you know, it's something really I want to do. Um, a lot of people have been asking about that Congo Vision interview I did some time ago. Um, what we want to do is I'm going to do a special show. We'll say uh, sometimes it's weird when I'm going to play the interview. I think it's about an hour or something like that. It's with that. It's with uh, congovision.com with this Sylvester and Goma. Uh, great interview. I really, you know, I appreciate the honor, the privilege of, of being interviewed by those guys because they've been doing what they've been doing for a long time to fame the country. So, you know, I think a lot of people, though I know a lot of people, not about that interview. So I'm gonna play that interview um, sometime this week. I'm not too sure when, but sometime this week I'll just do a special show and I'll say congavision.com interview. Um, listen, to folks, fathers are being killed out there probably being murdered out there, leaving children to miss them, to wondering and to long for them to come back. So let's do a little something for those children who wish they can see their father one more time. Music is music, you know, music will touch your spirit, music will touch your soul, and, 
you know, when I first heard it, I think that was a, a, a remix of a Luther Vandross song, and it's called Dance With My Father. I don't know who sang it, but it's called Dance With My Father. And again, it's about the fathers. You know, fathers out there, the Congolais, who fought for the freedom. You know, this is your show. Last week, we talked about the ladies, the Congolese women who fought for the freedom also. But today, this is your show. We're talking about the the, the Pierre Mouleles and the Patrice Lumumbas and Mulopes and, you know, people, you know, my dad, the Dr. Dabingo Wasai, last week he talked, dedicated to my mom, Dr. Angelela Wakabongo, you know, Monko, Tonto, and Pierre Raja, uh, people that are trying, you know, that represent the culture. Carrie Tubajika down there in Atlanta, ATL, or Dirty South, as some people like to call here in this country. You know, Yanga Raja, Lucas Raja up there in the Northwest. You know, Ome Congo over there in D.C. Simba up there in Boston. Pata up there in Boston. Tetez. Well, he has no children, but he's a father figure to many people um, in the community. You know, my uncles, uh, Uncle Bongo, Uncle Longi, uh, Tonton Cabongo down, uh, Tonton Martin Cabongo down there in San Diego. I mean, Francis over there, and Francis and Bay over there in Dallas. You know, Serge Sango over there in D.C. You know, we do what we do. You know, we, we do the best we can. But what can we do but keep moving forward and not give up? Because right now there's somebody in the field back home in the East who's been forced to, to get gunpoint. Who's going to speak for them? Right now there's a father back East, a man back East, dragging some, some rocks and water on his back across the floor, across the ground for like two miles. Who's going to talk for them? Right now there's a guy, what was happening to his family? Where is his family? How come he doesn't see him anymore? Where are they? What happens after the militias and then soldiers and then came down and took him? He's anguished. You know, he's very, he's anguished. Where is his family? Where is his family? That's what he wants to know. Who's speaking for him? You know, who is speaking for him? So I hope I'm speaking for him. I hope you're speaking for him. I hope we're just speaking as we're speaking and just doing what we do, which is advocate for our culture and our country. Now, I got an email here from somebody that says, you know, could you play something from, you know, the 50s? I guess this person must be of, of age. And they're like, can you play something from the 50s or 60s, some oldies music? You know, from a father, you know, and I want to dedicate to a man, uh, a Congolese man, whatever. All right, cool. You know, the, the father, the men have suffered sexual violence also. Men have been raped out there. They suffer the results of sexual violence because they see their women being raped. Mothers, daughters, sisters, cousins, what have you, being raped. Sometimes they're forced to do it. There's such, such barbarity going out there because the Rwandans and the little bitch Congolese militias who think they're really doing something, but they're not doing anything but being a bunch of cowards, you know? I ain't talking about those real minds. I'm talking about those fake my minds. So, is it something I want to play here? Uh, answer this lady's request, a little oldie thing. And it's going to be for the father or the man whose woman was taken away from him and he doesn't know when he's going to see her again and he thinks she's dead, blah, blah, blah. That's, what, that's my way of saying et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, I want to dedicate this uh, to those Congolese men out there, you know. Some, you know, when I play these other songs, sometimes the problem is that I don't speak Lingala that well and not that deep. But so I'm not sure what song I can flow with, but it's getting better. So I can mix up some Kiswahili, some Chaluba, maybe go down to the 
down to Matai with some Kikongo, or go up there, you know, our entire, what have you. And before I forget and go to our little dedication here, you know, there's been an Ebola outbreak in Congo recently. I think they have about 20 people killed already, uh, have died from the Ebola virus. So, you know, let's say a prayer or let's send a donation or something like that to help them out, all right, folks? So listen, this next song is going to be uh, dedicated to the father and the Congolese men who are longing for their family, not knowing if they're ever going to see them again, not knowing where they are, even if they're still alive. So, hey, four tops, talk to me. not a sign of weakness, brother. It's not a sign of weakness when you're missing your family and you have tears falling down your face and you don't know what's going on. You don't understand what's happening. But, you know, all you can do is stay strong and just stay with, you know, stay with God, stay with the ancestors and let them do what they do. And you just keep doing what you're doing. And things will definitely come together. Things will definitely come together. Just hold on. Just hold on. You know, a lot of people are really stunned by what I did about the... Um, Tupac, when I play that, you know, <laughs> all these people are just, I'm just, I'm sorry for the silence here. Folks are just writing in like, like, my God, I'm just really, really touched here. You know, people just writing in and say, thank you. And we appreciate it. Thank I can do or what have you. That I, you know, people, I, I appreciate the love, and I'm hoping I'm giving you what you're looking for in reference to a, a form. Send your letters in if you want. We'll make a phone call, 646-595-2892, 646-595-2892, and you can chat with me. Just go to my website, blog talk, you know, uh, page, blogtalkradio.com, Saeed Dibinga. Blogtalkradio.com forward slash Saeed, S-A-I-D, Dibinga. D as in Delta I, B as in Bob I, and as Nigeria G A. So, but I'm just kind of like taking it back in a good way that all these people are writing in here. It's really touching. It's, it's really touching. I mentioned some time ago about the Congolese soldiers out there who defamed their country and kept us from being taken over. But. Oh, man, I'm just thinking about uh, a Congolese man right now who might be in a situation that he's wondering if anyone even cares. You know, he doesn't know about this station. He doesn't know about me speaking on the station. He doesn't know about you listening on the station. He's just out there wondering, you know, does anybody care? How much longer do I have to take this abuse, this punishment, 
they've taken my wife, they've taken my daughter, they killed my son. Does anybody care? And I'm wondering, I'm going to have to do like, you know, fly an airplane, you know, make burn some copies of this show, a couple of shows, fly out there and, you know, drop a couple of copies on the Kihus to let people hear what's going on. That yes, there are people out here defending you. There are people out here speaking on your behalf. There are people out here that are talking about this country. You know, there are Congo. There are people out there. So look, let's do it like this. Let's show. Let's do unification here for all the people that are together uh, when it comes to the Congo. We may disagree, what have you, but we're together when it comes to the Congo. There was this cut. I'm sorry, a cut. There was this song that a lot of us on the continent we might not be able to speak English, but at least we're able to sing this song. And it was a song of unity, a song of strength. So. What I'm going to do is I'm going to dedicate this song to all you all out there who are listening, who are coming together for the DRC. So we can stand for a few moments. I appreciate it. If you're not able to, I have you don't, you know, I understand. This song is going to be dedicated to all you all out there who are defending the country of Congo, the allies of Congo, the true Congolese, worthy of the name to be called Congo the true allies of Congo, worthy of the name to be called allies. I'm going to dedicate this to you guys, all right? Here we go. Hold on if I can get this thing to work right. Hey, Lady Smith, Black and Bosa, talk to me. And talk to the spirit. Thank you. Now we like to pray together by singing our anthem song, Kosisigeleli Africa. God bless Africa. This is dedicated to you listeners out there. Mr. Paul. Se volume, 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 se volume
dedicated to all you listeners out there, all you folks sending emails, all you folks taking time for your busy schedule just to show the love and support. Look, we got 23 minutes left, and people are making these requests left and right. This isn't the music hour. (laughs) But, you know... I'm just really wondering what a father or a Connolly's man is going through right now in the East who's looking forward only to another day of the same, another day of the brutality, another day of the abuse. It's not right. It's not always going to be like this. It won't. It can't. In our lifetime, we will see a difference. We will see a change. We will see things different. Trust me. It's going to come. It's going to come, and one day we're going to be free. We will be free, regardless of what people think, regardless of what people think. The killing is not going to go on forever. The impunity is not going to go on forever. People will not be getting away with this forever. People will not be able to laugh, loot, and rob, rape, and murder, and pillage forever. It's going to come to an end sooner or later it's going to come to an end and we will be free we will be free
We will be free, people. We are going to be free. We've got 19 minutes left. And you may not be able to notice or you may not hear my voice, but I'm just like really emotional at this moment because, you know, I remember a long time ago, um, we were in Boston. No, we were in Cambridge. And some kids jumped me. You was like about eight of them. I don't can't remember offhand. I was really young. And I tried the best I could to defend myself, but, you know, they got me on the ground, stuff like that. And all of a sudden, they scattered. And when I looked up through my eyes, you know, I had, like, blood coming down my eyes, stuff like that. So, I mean, literally blood splattered eyes. I saw my father chasing him up the hill. He was And he was barefooted, chasing him up the hill. It's just ingrained in my mind. I'll never forget that. You know, we've always, sometimes, you know, as grown men, you know, we all have our differences. And as you, you know, get older, you look at things. But... My father, to me, represents the Congolese men this show is dedicated to, always there for their family, always there for their children, no matter what. And right now, we have Congolese men out there in the East whose wife has been raped, sister's been raped, cousin's been raped, mother's been raped, grandmother's been raped, and he's doing everything he can to defend himself to try to defend his family. And each time, you know, a female member of his family gets assaulted, he, 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 he feels the assault not in the same physical way that the woman's feeling, but he's seeing his manhood get robbed over and over and over uh, again. You know, in our culture, we don't, even have a, we don't even have a word for rape. And then he feels ashamed, and then he turns her away, and then she feels abandoned. And, um, and you know, we don't have, like, you know, psychologists or Dr. Phil's running around Congo because this phenomenon of rape and, and sexual violence against our women is just, it's just unreal. So when they're talking about 40,000 Congolese women have been raped, and that's just the numbers of those that have been reported. It's just like, here, let's get it right. That's 40,000 that reported. There could be triple, you're talking about 120,000 that's afraid to come out and say anything. So you figure just half of them were married. Just assume that half of them were married. 20,000. That's 20,000 men walking around, burning on the inside because they're, they're, they're their, their dignity and their manhood, the sense of protection for their family was taken from them by seeing their wife, their sister, or whatever, brutalized. So if there's two victims when it comes to sexual violence. Three victims, there's children. There's the mother who's suffering the violence. The children have to witness the violence. And the father who feels helpless to do something about it. And when he does do something about it, he gets killed. But then he doesn't want to get killed because he feels that no one's going to defend his family. This is, this is a madness. This is madness, people. It's like last week's show. We're dedicated to the women. They're committing femicide against the women. It's, it breaks my, it just it just gets to me. It just gets to me. But it's not going to be like this forever. Regardless of what the media tries to portray, this isn't the Congo that I remember. This isn't the Congo that I know. There's impunity of people running around. Pray to God. Pray to your ancestors. Whoever your belief is, just pray. The faith is consistent in all the religions and faith. Have faith that things will change. Have faith things will, not might, will get better. Have faith that things will change. Have faith. Do not give up. It's not about this, you know, book or that book. It's about having faith that things will get better. Things will change. It will. One day we're going to look back and there will be justice. There will be justice, people. Okay? So, look, let me give you one last cut here, 
Actually, I'll give you two songs here, but nothing too deep, nothing too deep. Someone wants to hear Dave Donaldson again. So I'm going to play this for Dave, um, uh, something that Dave Donaldson did because a uh, few people have said they wanted to hear it and they've heard about it. So Dave Donaldson is the author of this outstanding book that I would love to make into a movie. Dave, if you're listening, that's a big, that's a big hint. And he submitted two, um, two audio pieces from his book, Hearts of Diamonds. We'll play, part, we'll play one called Rape and Murder, and then we'll play part two called Anguish of Rape. Dave Donaldson, Hearts of Diamonds. Rape and murder. Hello, I'm Dave Donaldson, the author of Heart of Diamonds, and this is The Rape of a Mother. This passage from my novel illustrates the terrible plight of the people of the Democratic Republic of Congo, where nearly six million people have died in the last ten years. Once he started, Christophe talked softly but rapidly, as if he wanted to get the story over with. The Lunda Libre came in the morning. It was so early no one had gone to the fields. We tried to run to the forest to hide, but there were too many of them, and they shot us and chopped us and beat us with clubs. The noise and the smoke, it was horrible. I ran with my mare and the baby, but she fell. Her feet tangled in her pannier, and I couldn't pull her up. The soldiers grabbed me and held my arms. I tried to fight them, but they made me look at her anyway. I could not stop them. One soldier yanked the baby from my mare and threw him on the ground. When the baby cried, the big soldier kicked him like a football, and he flew through the air and bounced on the ground on the other side of the road, and then he lay still. His voice became more agitated. The other soldiers laughed. It was a big joke. He lifted his head, staring at something in the distance Jamie couldn't see. One man pulled my mare's pange over her head, Another big soldier stomped on her until she stopped struggling. Then they all violated her, taking turns. One soldier kicked her between her legs before he stuck his thing into her. I tried to fight the soldiers holding me and yelled at them to stop hurting my mare, but they would not, and one hit me in the stomach with his gun, and I got sick on the ground. My mare screamed. Then the big soldier cut off her sayin with his machete, and then he violated her with the blade, and then she died in the dirt. I could not help her because they held me too hard. His head drooped. He took a deep, shuddering breath before he looked up. Thank you for supporting the people of the Congo and for listening to this passage from Heart of Diamonds. Oh, man, Dave, 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 deep. You can just feel the power. You can feel the power, people. Uh, yes, those are sirens you hear in the background. When we go live, we mean we go live. So hopefully they're not looking for me. Let's let them go by, but I don't know if you can even hear them. But anyways, we have 12 minutes left. Dave Donaldson, author of The Hearts of Diamonds. Next segment, Anguish of Rape. The mic is yours, Dave. 
Hello, I'm Dave Donaldson, author of Heart of Diamonds, and this is The Anguish of Rape. This passage from my novel illustrates the terrible plight of the people of the Democratic Republic of Congo, where nearly six million people have died in the last ten years. That is Augustine, Franny explained quietly. She was raped by seven men in front of her husband and children. One of them used a plantain to humiliate her even more. Bobby turned the camera on Franny, who ignored it and kept talking. She had to take her children and go live in the hills when her husband kicked her out. Why did he do that? Valerie asked. He was sure she had contracted a disease from the men who raped her, so he didn't want anything to do with her anymore. Her children all died in the bush. There were three of them. As Franny told Augustine's story, Valerie felt the anguish draw around her like a dark curtain. She mentally pushed it back so she could focus on Franny and the story. How did her children die, she asked gently. I don't know for sure, but probably from what you and I would consider a minor disease. It could have been a simple infection like... Most of these kids, they were probably underfed to start with, weak. That means just about any medical problem becomes life-threatening. The massacres and battles get press coverage, but nobody ever reports on how many people die from the real effects of civil war. Disruption of the food supply and lack of medical care kill a lot more people than bullets. More than five million have died in the Congo since 1998. The shame is... Almost all of them die from treatable diseases like malaria and diarrhea, aggravated by living in a permanent war zone. Thank you for supporting the people of the Congo and for listening to this passage from Heart of Diamonds. That's just coming from like... That's Dave Donaldson again. Dave, thank you so much. We play, He submitted, uh, we were doing letters to uh, dedicate to Connolly's women last week, and instead of uh, sending a letter, he decided to send in two posts, audio clips from his book, Hearts of Diamonds. Dave, you're holding up my Academy Awards. you got to let me option that book so I can produce it into a movie. Um, it, this book is really interesting because it really talks about what's going on in a fictional way but it's sprinkled with a lot of truth in there if you know what to look. So Dave submitted, again, these two pieces, Rape and Murder and Anguish of Rape. So Dave, again, I want to say thank you. And a lot of people were moved by by this when we played it last week. Today's show, again, is de- dedicated to the Con- uh, the Connolly's men. And I want to give a shout-out to a, a listener. I think they're coming back and forth. It's God Gossip. One of, like, about, let's see, he had, like, about 350 people listening in. But for some reason, God Gossip's name is at the top. So God Gossip, thanks for your support. God Gossip says, God bless Africa. Yes, yes, God bless Africa. And I think it's because God, Africa is so blessed by God, we're having some of these problems. But things will change. Things will change. And God Gossip, I want to say thank you for, you know, your thoughts. Thank you for your wishes and your prayer in reference to God bless Africa. 
and just God bless you for being a true ally of, of the Congo, of the continent, wherever you may be, whatever you're doing. Your spirit's definitely taking you in the direction that you want to go. So on that note, people, we have about seven minutes left here. I'm trying to debate because people are putting in requests left and right of what we're going to do, what we're going to play, what have you, what have you. You know, I've been thinking about what we talked about today, people. Things will get better. Next week's show, remember, I'm sorry, forgive me. I'm going to do a special show sometime this week. If you want to click me as a favorite or what have you, or just tune in. It'll be archived. I'm going to announce there's a march going on in Los Angeles, California on Sunset and Wilcox at 1 o'clock in front of the CNN building. Again, 1 o'clock in front of the CNN building, uh, January 17th on, sun, I believe it's, yes, Sunset and Wilcox. And then I came across information that is a march taking place in Washington, D.C., Lafayette Place, I believe. And it's going to be, I believe it begins at 10 or 11 a.m. I'm not exactly sure, but that's the time it's supposed to start. I will put the word out to people to get me the exact information because it wasn't as though I was sent this information. It came up by happenstance during a conversation. So I'll make sure I get the information out. Again, I won't be at the march next Saturday because I have a, had already scheduled a reading of a screenplay we're getting, we're getting ready to produce. That I'm producing, we're going to shoot. I had written it. Um, again, no one told me we were planning a march. So, But if I do get out, I'll go do a live broadcast from the set. Not from the set. I'll be out of studio, and I'll be on location if I'm able to get out in time. Um, also, next Saturday show, 530, is going to be dedicated to the Congolese children. So I'm asking people, like last time, if you know, write a letter to a Congolese child as though you're reading it to that child personally, or you're giving it's going to be given to that child personally. Write the letter, send me the letter, I'll read your letter on air like we did last week, and I'll dedicate it to a Congolese child by name. Trust me, I have a lot of names here. I'll de- I'll dedicate it. So let your friends know about it. You can email me. You can see the email on the front page of uh, blogtalkradio.com uh, forward slash Saeed, S-A-I-D, Dabenga, D as in David, I, B as in Bob, I, N as in Nancy, G as in George, A, that's S as in Sam, A, I, D as in David, that's D as in David again, I, B as in Bob, I, N as in Nigeria, G is in Ghana, A, Dabenga, blogtalkradio.com forward slash site Dabenga. My email there, or you can send me an email at skdabenga at yahoo.com. But I'm easy to find because if you're listening to me now, you know my email's on there. If you have a letter, write something up as though you're writing it to someone, you're going to give it to them personally. And just give your thoughts. Let them know you're standing with them. Offer them some words of wisdom, some love, some knowledge of the game. Let them know that you are with them. And I'm going to read your letter as is, as long as it's not advocating a coup d'etat, military overthrow, or anything like that, all right? <laughs> so, but um, that's going to be next week's show. It's going to be dedicated to the children of the Congo and Aussie by extension, the children of Africa. But it's going to be dedicated to the children of the Congo. So tell your friends. I don't care where they're coming from. I don't care what the guys say. I don't care if it's one, one line. You know, dear, you know, dear child, I'm with you, and I love you. Thank you. Saeed. I don't care if it's like that. Just make sure your name signs to it and where you are, and I'll announce your name and the city and state or country 
not the home address. Don't worry. But on top of that note, beyond that, there's going to be a few things I'm scheming and planning. I won't talk about it now. Uh, we are now getting ready to shoot another scene from the Congo movie. Once upon, go to onceuponatimeinthecongo.com. Onceuponatimeinthecongo.com. Um, some email me or the department your name and mailing address, and when we finish the promo, we will send you a free promo, a, a free promo, a DVD, and a free poster for the movie Once Upon a Time in the Congo. So go to onceuponatimeinthecongo.com. Email in your name and mailing address, and you'll get a promo DVD of a rough cut that we did some time ago. We're re-editing a scene, and we're going to shoot another scene. So, people, on that note, we have three minutes left. Let's dedicate this last song here to all the fathers out there. So, for my folks, my brothers and sisters from America, from the 60s, this song is for you. This is for Dad. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Take care. I'm gone. We with you. Congolese man, we're with you. Strings, bring it in. Mr. Edwards, talk to me.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.